Cameron. I'm Zach. I know everything. I know almost two fifths of everything. You almost know two seasons of everything. Yeah. And this, this is, is the, the Watching, Watching You Watch, Watch podcast. podcast. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, Zach, you're almost done with season two. It's. I know that we're getting to like the finale episodes because this episode, I just kept on looking over at Cameron and I was scared because I felt okay. Yeah, he was like, I have good feels. Wait a second. And I was like, you're learning. I'm terrified. I was terrified. I was immediately <laughs> terrified as soon as I started smiling. <laughs> uh, so we just finished watching episode eight of season two, um, which is titled The Prince of Winterfell. Um oh. That's a reference to Theon and his current occupation of that city. Of being full-time jerk. Of being full-time jerk, you know, which Yara comes into this episode and kind of sharply reminds him of that. Well, yeah, it's like, listen, I thought that that was kind of hilarious. It's like, you're, you're throwing a tantrum, kid. Our thing is ships. You want to know how far you are from the ocean? Really far. <laughs> it was really perfect. Um, so, without further ado, Zach, why don't you so, kind of recap some of your highlights okay. from this episode? Well, I mean, we started on the Greyjoys, but that was basically the thing. Theon was still just being a big old jerk, and his second in command doesn't help anything. Yeah, he's kind of he, like he that, like, like incites him. Yeah, he's like that uh, like person who's like, hey, like you should go poke that thing, and then that person's like, well, I don't want to go poke that. Poke you should that poke thing. the beehive. It'll be go, fun. Go poke it's it. like maybe it'll be fun. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Theon continues to poke the, the hive that is the north, and yes. they are about to sting him so bad. Um, but moral of the story, I freaking called it Bran Flakes with his infinite power and wisdom of Lady uh, survived <laughs> everything because he's awesome. And I my... <laughs> My comment at the end of the episode was, oh, my God, he's crippled and he must have the highest sneak rating ever. Yep. Like as a as a Skyrim reference, like he's level 99 legendary sneak level because he's literally in the enemy enemy base. Just chilling. Yep. They they're not dead. They've just snuck back into oh the crypt gosh. underneath Winterfell. Drugged out Frodo Baggins is the shiz. <laughs> Wildlings are starting to take it over, which now I'm starting to refer to them as the angry Eskimo people because that's just what they look like. Angry Eskimos. They're just. <laughs> like really hateful Eskimos. They're like if Vikings and Eskimos got together, but they didn't like it. Like it was hate love. Yeah. You know, like bad Tumblr shipping. Bad Tumblr <laughs> <laughs> I was, nope, never mind. Yeah, sorry. I shouldn't have gone there. No, I was going to say that there's good Tumblr shipping and then I realized I shouldn't talk. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not until I can draw my own. Anyways, so um, that aside, in the north, there is uh, Jon Snow, who has been taken to all the other uh, wildlings. And there's like the, the you know, like Master of Bones or whatever. Lord of Bones. Whatever. Yeah, you're close. The Bone Daddy. That's the closest you've the, ever, the Bone Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> the Bone Daddy. Mick Jack Skellington's like, hey. Let's let's gut this fool. And she's like, no, wait. I still kind of want him. <laughs> and he's like, fine, we'll let you keep your little pet crow. And they take him. <laughs> and his other crow friends are like, yeah, you better freaking make this count for something because everyone else died because of you, basically. And Jon Snow's like, oh, my gosh, smolder. <laughs> yes. He's like, 
My and, actions have consequences. Yeah, and then he around. gets kicked down, a, kicked down a thing, and Hegrid's just like, what a freaking nerd. And she's like, I somehow have feelings for him. <laughs> no, not feelings. She just, I feel as if her, she doesn't really have love. She has like, who could I like torment for the rest of my life and be amused with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll settle on that one. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much what's happening up in the way, way north. But then... Uh, going, I guess we're going to go, uh, we're going to have to go go down another step north, south, and then another step south to Rob, who, um, is confronting his mother because evidently, unlike what it seemed to be in the episode where she was going to just like beat the crap out of Jamie, she set him free, which I like, that was honestly like a, a mouth drop moment for me. It's like, why? Why you do this? This doesn't even make logical sense. Yeah, Catelyn done goofs and here. There, and there wasn't even, like, any explanation, like, because literally the last point we had where it left off was like, uh, Brienne, give me your sword. And I'm like, oh, yeah, stuff's going to get good. And then the next thing we see is Rob confronting her because Jamie got away again. It's like, no way. Is this some kind of, like, flashback? And it's present time. Yep. And then there, he's just trying to f with my bay bray and it's not okay yeah jamie, jamie and brianne yeah, now are yeah because now they're like having be together this here. like yeah this hightail it adventure and i have no idea what's going on and i assume it'll be explained but it was kind of jarring well i mean they kind of vaguely explain that catelyn released jamie so that she could get she could sansa get, and Arya back yeah but that's so like she's on sending, jamie's word i know and she's sending brianne down there to guard jamie so that they can deliver jamie to the lannisters i hope she will be safe because she's gonna be i don't know if she's gonna go in there when like the stannis storm like blows over king's landing i mean king's landing is a long ways off so who knows yeah so it's everything's all just yeah i don't know and and we'll see i don't know she has the like patience of like a million mothers yeah jamie is just sort of yeah just her her the entire time and she's uh (laughs) she it's so funny because there's so many times net you're ugly you're ugly and she's like and i can beat you in a fight and it's like listen i have literally beat a ton of other pricks like you (laughs) (laughs) i i just give me a chance (laughs) she's just waiting she's like someday it's like dear lord deliver unto me this idiot so i may slay him I love her. Gosh darn it. She's great. Uh, yeah. Um, and that's their thing, which was odd. And then the other Rob thing is that it's just so funny that everyone in camp just like realizes him and, and like the nurse lady, like highborn nurse is like, yeah, it's let's just give them space. Yeah. Everyone's and just then like, finally mm, it happens sure like, hello nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and after like a story of her brother almost dying, being the best aphrodisiac, they just do it in the middle of the command room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause what better place is there to do it? I mean, we clearly established this with Stannis and Melisandre a couple episodes ago. Uh, I'm still sad that he ruined all those miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> they are expensive. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> Um, but it's just, I don't know. Uh, he, I don't know what this is going to mean moving forward. Cause he's like shunned his mother and like doubly so by doing this. Yep. I, I'm honestly, it's coming to the point where I don't necessarily know if they're ever even actually going to march South. Well, and especially now that I don't even know they will be allowed to march South. Well, they are on the other side of the bridge. 
Oh, already. okay. Yeah, Jeez. they kind of already crossed. I have no idea where anyone is ever. Yeah, it's not really well explained, but yeah, they did already cross. Well. Which makes it sort of complicated so with the whole have, like, Winterfell thing. So he's got to have like a marriage to get back home. <laughs> I mean, kind of, I guess. The tariff is one marriage. <laughs> uh, okay, so what else in this episode? Um. Okay. There was that. Uh, also, there's a lot of King's Landing stuff. There's this thing between um, Xerxes and Tyrion where she's like, I I feel great. I have wine and also I have your whore. And Tyrion's like, no, not my lovely. Oh, that's Rose. Yeah. Uh, soldier through this, hon. And, but the thing that is, I don't think this was a mistake. I feel as if he already planted this as like a bluff. Yeah, just having Rose in place so yeah, that you can save Yeah, and especially something Shay. as obvious as keeping, like, you know, a piece of Lannister stuff on him. I feel as if Cersei's just, like, drunk on power to think that this is actually, I don't know. She's, like, going neener, neener the whole time. And, and he's like, oh, no, you got me. And he goes back. He's like, oh, my God, Shay, our backup plan blew. And, like, we need to be careful. And she's like, I will cut off people's faces. And he's like, I have never loved anyone more than I have loved you right now. Yep. <laughs> That's basically it. It was, it was adorable. I couldn't handle it. And that was like the point where I was scared. I was like looking at camera and I was like, no, no. They're too happy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Things are going too well. His backup plan already failed. No, no, no. <laughs> and then, oh, yes, there was lots of good Varys talk. Yep. Varys is really in this episode dude, quite a lot. I love it. It's yep. great. <laughs> and they and I love it because they're actually talking about how the game is a game and how Tyrion is literally the perfect hand because he's good at playing this game and he actually like enjoys playing the game yeah, too. Yeah, he he gets it and he you know like it doesn't leave a sour taste in his mouth. He just sort of like all right, mm. let's go. I love that line too where um, where Varys is all like, oh, the gods are dictating this current war. And oh then, yeah, where's the god of tits and wine? Yeah, Tyrion's just like, ooh, we should go find that god crap oh yeah and there's a little like daenerys bit where she's just basically like i need my dragons and george's like i have a way out and she's like no i need them yes and then is like okay because i love you i will stick around and do this full hearty thing and it's like it's like if he's just like giving her every way to like tactfully leave the situation but she's like no and he's like uh, I better get armor with higher magic resistance. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's it's stuff's going to go down because once again, as he points out, and as it is very obvious, uh, Zoro the Zohan Ductus uh, <laughs> is like made this grand scheme. You should have just stuck with Dexter's. No, absolutely not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, that is my one point of contention. I try, and most of the time I fail. <laughs> Anything else from this episode, Zach? Eh. Okay, so let's move into these questions here, because while there's not a lot of huge kind of plot point type of things happening this episode, I feel like there's a lot of interesting things going on. Yes. So you already <gasps> talked... Oh. What? Sorry, there was one other thing. What was the other thing? It was uh, Sam, and they dug up, like, dragon glass oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I forgot about was, that. like, just sort of odd. They're like, hey, we're just digging in the snow. I we found, found some stuff. And the other person just, like, couldn't even be bothered. That was yep. actually probably my favorite part of the scene, where he just keeps on shoveling and talking. Yep. It's like, you freaking noobs. Yep. <laughs> 
Um, okay, but anyway, uh, so we already kind of talked about this a little bit, but let's talk about Catelyn's decision to unleash Jamie. <laughs> um, I like the term unleash. <laughs> it's fitting. Um, so how, I, how do you no. think this is going to work out? Like, no. will this plan work at all? Is there any hope for it to work out at all? Probably not. Probably not going to do darn thing. Like, okay, how do you foresee it playing out? I foresee it playing out as they get there and... Oh, God. I'm really worried about Brienne. <laughs> like, a lot. A lot, a lot. Because she's working for the Starks, They would. you think that they would do something bad to her? Yeah. I feel like she's going to be another one of the things we get into a Jamie fight, and then there's that one guy that, like, stabs her in, like, the back of the knee with the spear. Because stabbing in the back is what you do if you're a Lannister, apparently. I know. It's, it's awful. <laughs> Which she'll probably still, she'll obviously live through it, but it'll make me unhappy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't see it going the way she plans to. I'm not sure. I just, I just don't know why suddenly she was possessed to do such a thing. It blows my mind at this point when she's held up for so long right. and the Starks seem to be doing so well. And I don't know. She knew about like. Winterfell and well, they did. They definitely didn't. But like last okay, thing she I heard, because I thought that maybe that's what like put her over the well, edge. I mean, last she well, it kind of was to a degree. Last thing she heard, like Theon had taken Winterfell, and so like her whole thing is like, I only have one free child, and it's you, Rob. Like that's yeah. unacceptable to me, and I had to do something about it. Yeah, no, I feel like that was a surprisingly poor move. I mean, I see the long portion of that game she's playing. But I, I just think that it was poor for her campaign, and I don't honestly feel she'll get yeah. what she wants. Like, bottom line, like, her motherhood is kind of like her kryptonite. Like, she can be as awesome as, like, because It's she funny, because be. it's the, the thing that gives her her most strength and also, like, is the source of most of her bad decisions. Right, which is funny, because several episodes ago when this was this whole, like, plot line of, like... Sending Littlefinger to kind of put this bug in Catelyn's ear, you know, mm-hmm. like it's finally come to fruition, you know, and Ugh. it worked, you know. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to um, Arya. Actually, your your mm-hmm. favorite Stark of the week. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because she was doing the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she <laughs> she got um, the man to. Uh, name himself as the last one so she yeah. could pull a really big favor out of him basically to say like I in order to like unname you as a person who needs to be like taken by death yeah I need you to so let she me had, sneak out with everybody she had one more death from Jacken, and yeah. like she kind of lost her opportunity for it to be Tywin because he rode off and she was like dang it yeah <laughs> and then she's like well come on and then fine I'm going to name you unless you help me more and, and then it was like, funny fine. Like, just back and forth he was like no th- please don't do that I can't unmute you so, oh that's great it's like now who do you want me to kill yeah. you and he's like Okay, I see what you. I see what's happening here. <laughs> I love the way that he says "please" during that conversation. Like you know, like he'll actually go through with it unless yeah, she. Un- no, he will, and that's the, that's the crazy thing is yeah. how smart she is and how she realizes how sincere he is. It's like because yeah. absolutely anybody. Honestly, at first I thought she was gonna tell him to kill his friend that said he was gonna like attack her or whatever, or maybe like the acting base person so she could like sneak out while mm-hmm. there's a confusion. But she pulled she far exceeded my expectations yeah so my question is now that we've seen um you know aria cash in on her her three death 
um, kind of oath that she had with this guy. She needs to get needle back. <laughs> um, but if you were in the same situation as Arya and you could name any three people out of the cast for Jack and to kill, who would you name? Out of the cast? Yes. Hmm. Oh my. That's... Are you saying if I... Because if I was exactly in her position... Let's just assume that you're not. Like, let's just assume... In the can, entire he, cast, yeah, he can Joffrey, name anybody. Joffrey, and Joffrey. Wow. So you want no. you want Jack to get murdered, and then for the body to be stabbed several times after it's already dead, and then burned. I want him to bring it back. Like, I want it to be brought up to the north and brought back as a zombie, and then I want him to kill it again, and then I want him to stitch it together with parts of other people I hate, and then murder it again. Wow, that's dark. Welcome to my life. <laughs> um, no, okay, but if I had to be more serious, uh, that is so hard because the the thing with it is, is when you kill anyone, you make a power vacuum, and then someone just becomes the new villain. There's no one who's good. <laughs> well, would all three of those people be Lannisters? Maybe. I don't. I don't even know if that would help. I uh, mean, okay. Here's here. Okay, I'm just going to try and go with the three off the top of my head that I feel are the biggest bads to the growth of Westeros. And I'm going to say Joffrey, Xerxes, and Melisandre. Ooh, interesting pick with that last one. I was not seeing that one coming. I 100% see that coming. So you're afraid of Melisandre and what she means for Westeros? I would honestly rather Stannis as, like, a cruel military leader than with her behind him. She, the whole, like cult following thing kind of terrifies me for mm. for westeros yeah i, I can see why There's but that's interesting that. i i she is like such a freaking jafar character she's just like pulling out her snake staff and like enchanting the sultan <laughs> by snake staff i mean like boobs yeah by by that you mean boobs and <laughs> and also you know flame and burning people yeah i don't like any of it <laughs> well, well maybe some of it <laughs> Maybe just some of it. Uh, she is. I feel like she's a really great character, and it's kind of interesting that you can kind of see the outward effect she's having. You know, even in this episode, you know, like yeah, she didn't even show up. She's not even in it. But like, Stannis is as bold as he is because of her right now. The people in King's Landing are, are talking more about, about it. her. Thi- yeah, they aren't so much scared of Stannis so much as like his new practices. Yes, and everyone's like, hmm. Stannis is burning people that he doesn't like, so maybe we should not do bad things to him. I don't know. Yeah, just a thought. Still kind of terrified that they're like sort of ace in the hole is like fire vats. Yeah, that's true. I mean, who knows how that'll play out? Oh boy. Um, Well, sure as heck won't work on Khaleesi. (laughs) That's true. Um, I also want to talk about uh, Cersei and Tyrion in this episode. Um, you know, mm. last episode, we kind of got this interesting, almost tender moment between them. They you almost know. hugged. They almost hugged. And then in this episode, she's threatening him. Like, she doesn't, I mean, she doesn't get well, the threat 100% right. But, yeah. you know, she's threatening him. And then even... And even, he fires back, yeah. which I'm, I'm a little scared for he her. He tells her that, like, someday, like... All the joy that she'll she'll know will turn to ash in her mouth, you know, and you will know that the and debt he, has been paid. Yeah, and I he see says him. this though, like, yeah, it's like not he he nothing really actually happened, you know, and he threatened her that much. But the thing with it is, is uh, the moral of the story is, as we saw this before, he threatened Varys before Varys even actually did anything. True, and I see he 
knows how the game is played and he knows that you play for keeps. Yeah. So I honestly see him as delivering this promise regardless of what happens to Shay. Like what what do you think would happen? Like would it take something happening to Shay for him to, to deliver this promise or like what um, would it take for this to happen? No, I think it's going to kind of happen regardless cuz he realizes how much like this they hit his like biggest trigger, like his, you know, lost love trigger. And it's, like, the worst thing you could hit because that was already, like, a very sore spot that he's, like, covered up with tons of whores and alcohol. That's true. Like, the entire rest of his life has been trying to, like, get up to this point where he could have somebody that he could love again, and mm-hmm. he can. So he doesn't want to lose this, and he's not going to lose this. You know, it's interesting, too, because they, they, it's almost like they're, like, consistently doubting him. Like, they, they're sitting around like, oh, you're not a warrior like Jamie. The only power you have comes from, from daddy. And they don't like, get it, you know, <laughs> like, but like, he's like a power player, you know, and he makes this threat and then she's just like, oh, get out. You know, like it's very like, he's like, okay, it's well, like and whatever. The, be- the beautiful part of it is, is he probably walked out and like, as soon as he got out of the room, like fist punk because he got her. Yeah. And then quickly was like, oh crap, I need to actually check if Shay's actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you could tell he actually lost is cool i don't know it would be weird to see the thing with it is is while Tyrion doesn't always have things go well he's never truly like lost his cool oh there is also brawn scene which is oh phenomenal. yeah i forgot about that that was also really great because it's funny how uh brawn is such a loose cannon that he's yeah. like doing things independently and has all these like phenomenal reasons like it's like you murdered all the thieves why and it's like as if we're under a siege they're the ones who are gonna like take advantage of the situation right. the most so it's funny because while he's sitting there looking at old musty tomes which could help him uh brawn is like out there he's like such the actual progress kind of right. thing he go he does stuff he doesn't like plan things he does yeah i almost, i kind of love how like Braun is the the captain of the guard, but he refuses to wear like the uniform. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like and hey, his thing is like cloaks are like they you can't sneak up on somebody. It's like and he's like that's not the point, Braun. And Braun's just like this is dumb. Yeah, he's just like nope, not doing it. You're not you're not paying me to wear a cloak. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny <laughs> because he brings back the thing with it is is he is just on. While in a different way, he's, like, on the same intellectual level as Tyrion. Because, like, whenever Tyrion makes a thing, he has, like, a perfect counter-argument every time. It's like, that wasn't part of our contract. And Tyrion's like, well, darn. (laughs) Because it's funny, because those two have an understanding. It's kind of neat to see, you know, just, like, some sort of uh, rogue knight and, um, you know, a bastard just broing it up. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, well, we'll have to see all this all plays out too once, um, you know, Stannis comes and yeah. things get interesting Ooh, in boy. King's Landing. Um, but I want to move on to something that's kind of really different. I mean, let's, let's talk about, uh, Rob and his blooming romance here. It's a really sweet, tender thing in Game of Thrones. That I, we kind of I rarely don't know see. how to react to it <laughs> i didn't believe it was real i mean we, we've been getting hints of it going on for the past couple episodes this this nurse uh this doctor lady um talisa and and rob and they've been kind of with each other and flirting with each other and like yeah and then you know just out of the blue in this episode as they're talking together rob is like i don't want to marry the Frey girl and then like, i don't want you to like, do either i don't want you to do either and then they you know like, they, I hope it's a very nice bridge, and then babies are made. <laughs> <laughs> 
it to me when I first watched this, I was like, oh, that's so sweet, and because it is like the first kind of pure it's romance. Really sad of it. that all I could think about was the implications of what it meant to the war. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of what I want to talk about because like I could see that when we were watching it that you were like, that's where you were going already. So what do you think the fallout <laughs> of this will be? Well, one, I lost the ability to love, and two, <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, um. Old Mr. Gosh, what even Frey? the heck is his name? The, um, that owns the bridge? Yeah. Like, geez, all these like old creepy men. Yeah, there's so many old creepy men in, in this, this show. Yeah, but like old creepy bridge man is yeah, not going to be pleased. Um, I, was, I almost called him the, the role he had in Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, Filch. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, and, and his cat, and I was like, no, this nope. isn't right. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> um, Just replace cat with multitude of creepy inbred children. Oh, God, I don't ever want that to be an equatable phrase. <laughs> that is not, like, th- that equation doesn't balance. Nope. No, n- no. Okay, anyway, let's get back to it. But it's it's not... I don't, the thing with it is, is it's still on the sly. It can still be kept under wraps. He can still probably marry her. But the thing of it is, is the problem is, is when he, if he actually chooses to say no to him mm-hmm. and his daughter, then they're gonna have issue. I that could be extremely bad because if he does a thing like you said, they they can't go back to Winterfell. If they try and make a tactful retreat, they're boned. Yeah, <laughs> they are literally stuck because they'll get stuck against a bridge against a waterfront. Oh my goodness! All you don't need to be a tactician Rob to know. In love. Yeah, and it's just like that's what's sad. It's like I should be like, oh, true love, but I'm just <laughs> like, oh my god, the Lannisters are gonna run them down into the river. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you're obviously gonna have to see how this plays out. Ugh, I mean, I don't know. For now, it's a very I sweet just, thing. I, whatever. Just I just want true love to win, or whatever. I just want the nurse to win because nurses should win all the time. At the end. <laughs> you identify with her very much. With I you identify being a nurse. with nurses. <laughs> <laughs> I identify with with all of it. Yes. I it was it, it was the same for me. I saw some random slave fish man like resuscitate a small child. I was like, huh, maybe I should be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you have a first date with somebody over sawing off a foot? Listen, that's the only way I have first dates. That's why I'm still single. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way I know we can make a lasting connection. So like, there you we go. have to cut it, off this leg or it, you're, this person's going to die. You get one end of the bone saw, I get the other. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are a lady listener to this podcast and enjoy chopping off foots with people, uh, here's no, your guy right here. Oh, geez. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I done goofed. Yeah, you done goofed. <laughs> this is... This is why you don't join online dating sites unless you're doing it as a joke. I like long watch walks on the beach and amputations. I love <laughs> the beach. Um, amputating people with, um, oh, oh I love how we're talking about, uh, what was it of Poppy? Milk basically, of the Poppy. Op- yeah, Milk of the Poppy was basically opium. Yep. <laughs> basically opium. Uh, yes. Yep. It's, it's, it's Westeros opium. It, yes. <laughs> it's nice. Um, hmm. But yeah, unfortunately... I all love in this show becomes weakness, which becomes exploited by some jerk wad. So <laughs> I'm not very hopeful moving forward with this. Oh, Zach. Well, let's talk about that a little bit later. We have to do our weekly wrap up uh, questions here and then we can talk about how hopeful you are. Mm. Um, so let's let's start simple. <laughs> let's let's start Stark of the week. Obviously, Catelyn's not winning it. <sighs> 
No, and not Rob either. So <laughs> once again, guess who it is? Is it going to be Arya? Or is it going to be Bran? I mean, they're the only other two. Well, you could say Jon Snow, I, I guess, too. <laughs> Sansa, because she did nothing. <laughs> no, it was Arya. Arya. Okay, why? I'm just curious why Arya this time. Because she she played her last wish for the bestest. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That, it was one of the best plays. Like, honestly, I may honest. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to necessarily give her, like, the crown for best plan. But for the situation she was in, that was the best way she could use that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given that she couldn't just kill Tywin. Yeah. Um, so she, she does navigate that pretty well. Yeah. I mean, everyone else was kind of like Jon Snow pouted, Rob um, effed up in very literal senses, and Catelyn just like got mom kryptonited. Yeah, mom kryptonited. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the game then and, and the crown. Okay. So who would you give the crown to this week? Um, it's kind of interesting. Oh, this episode is they, they again like explicitly refer to it being a game, you know. So yeah, explicitly, so which is phenomenal. In um, this episode, who, who played, played it the best? Uh, um... Actually, I honestly think Tyrion, because the thing that it is is, well, and it's more in the fact that through assumption, I'm assuming he's playing the game the best because he has, um, basically he's hiding all of his hand, you know, with like Rose and stuff. He's mm-hmm. playing very cautiously and in a way that's not overtly even shown. So I'm sure he has other contingencies ready. It just goes to show how good of a player mm-hmm. he is. This one play like that's the thing it may not and I no, I think it honestly was about the best one this episode but it just also goes to show I'm giving it to him this week more because it shows just mm-hmm. how on top of things he is you know it's kind of funny particularly this season for you like Arya and Tyrion have been dominating these categories like week after week I after know, week it's not even fair <laughs> everyone else is dumb <laughs> I mean, in, in Starkland, you got people who are making sometimes good decisions, sometimes really bad decisions. It's, it's but for honorable it, reasons, they're never lukewarm. It's either yeah. hot or cold. And like, it's great that Tyrion gets a chance to play the game like really well. Like, yeah, he like loves actually, it. because He's the actually first good at it. the first season was just like sort of him like surviving from place to place. Yeah, and then he's like, he like makes it to King's Landing. He's like, all right. This is my jam. I got it. I got this. I yes. <laughs> and even Varys is like, "Hey, like you're a good hand." And he's like, "Well, thank you. <laughs> Why, thank you. Thank you very much." I used to. My resume includes running sewer systems and whoring. <laughs> yes, and drinking. Don't forget lots of drinking. <laughs> lots of it. <laughs> um, okay, so I realized too um, that in, when we were doing this episode, that for the past couple weeks we've been forgetting best death worst death which once again i will justify our glossing over of that because there hasn't been there's been some episodes that had death but it's kind of hard and i don't even remember if all the one necessarily on the same episode or if we got to witness the death because part of it is you have to witness the death yeah and in this episode i mean always the worst thing we saw was the lannister guards just right. like made to look like they were on watch right. but actually like skewered into the wall so we, we can kind of like i'm gloss over we can this question assume that that was worse death. <laughs> um so let's move on to best plan worst plan so remember this is always kind of moving forward who's making the best plan and who's making Ooh, the worst let's go plan. with worst plan 
I okay. honestly think it was the worst plan for Xerxes to incite Tyrion's Ooh, wrath. I'm that's see, I am curious as to why you picked that one because you've already voiced how much you think Catelyn's plan was a really bad plan, and how much Rob's plan with Talisa is a really bad plan. Because but that's the one that takes the because cake. Because there are contingencies in which that could work, but there is in no small terms going like. Basically, let me just restate what I was going to say. Tyrion is going to get his. <laughs> He's going to get revenge one way or another. Like, it's not, it's, there's not going to be like, a, oh, sorry, brother. Okay, I'll take it back kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. The other ones have, like, chances that things could go well. Maybe they'll get married and things would be cool. Like, the chances aren't high, but there's literally a 0% chance that Tyrion will not make good on his promise to <laughs> ruin her day. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was worst plan for Cersei. Yeah, she who made the she, best plan this episode. Okay, that's t- tough. Oh boy. Mm. I don't. I th- that is really really yeah, tough for me. There are not. It seems like a lot of things that kind of either wrapped up. Well, you know or, what? You know what I think the actual best plan is. Uh, hiding the Stark boys in Winterfell. Okay. Because I think they picked the perfect person to dupe because Theon's such an idiot. Okay. And the moral of the story is within a few weeks, like, they have to hold up for maybe, like, two weeks tops because that castle's going to be getting stormed soon enough, one way or another. So either he's piecing out without them or there's going to be a fight which they're probably going to get spanked at. And you think Bran and the others, like... Like, hiding there is going to be the best place for them to hide moving forward. Honestly, running won't... Obviously, it wouldn't work for a lot of logistical reasons, even with Hodor helping. That's true. I I mean, a cripple, a giant, a six-year-old, and a wildling woman are, like, a very conspicuous group of people. I don't know. I'd love to play um, an RPG session with just that party and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That would be pretty phenomenal, actually. Yes, and, like, the person playing Hodor can only talk in Hodors. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I would love to be that person. (laughs) Like, Hodor, Hodor. Okay, roll for it. Hodor. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that's not high enough. Hodor! Oh yeah. man! Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is gold. That would be a great reunion campaign. I'll have to remember this. Oh dear. Anyways, completely unrelated things. Completely unrelated Except things. Not. Um, just I just feel like it's really good, and especially since like the Maester and uh, the, you know, uh, gosh, what's her actual name? Osha. Of, oh, I was about to call her Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oprah, Oprah. She's got the like the best set of nicknames already between drugged out Frodo Baggins and Oprah now. Uh, yeah, drugged out Oprah <laughs> <laughs> sitting down there with Bran and, yeah, and Rickon. Rickon, yep. And they're just, you know, chilling. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk about how hopeful you are. Mm. A lot of feels this episode. The thing with it is is there is actual sort of hope moving forward, which terrifies me, but I will increase my rating to a five. Hooray! It won't be very high, but I will increase my rating. <laughs> I mean, at least there's some hope to be had. Because, I, I mean, at first I was like, going out of this thing, it's going to be a two. It's going to be like a 2.5. I'm terrified. But now I'm like, no, good things could happen. Good things could happen. Or just, like, my heart could get ripped out again. <laughs> shards of it I picked off off the ground. Yep. I mean, come on. This is... 
you you were here already with uh, season one, you know? No, we're not talking about but it. But <laughs> things could be different this time. Yes, they will so, be. So we'll have to see. Um, well, it's been fun watching you watch particularly this episode, Zach, just because of all oh the Oh my gosh, there's so much going stuff on. about to go down. Yep. I, my brain's not ready. Yeah. Like, the recap next week is just going to be like this blank silence. And Zach, are you there? It's like, I, I can't even relive all of it. Yeah. I mean, next week we've already kind of teased it for Zach that uh, next week is going to deal with the siege of King's Landing. Yeah, it's very obvious. Your, your feels about that, Zach? Um, stuff's going to get real. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know, but I see a lot of our key players still making it out of it. I will, I will probably break your dvd in half if braun dies <laughs> <laughs> i will just take it out of the, the the dvd player and be like listen you earned this and then rip it in half and then stomp on it yes and then spit on it and then stomp on it some more and then like poop in an envelope and send it to george rr R. martin <laughs> i mean is braun the only character in king's landing you well, like that much? i mean obviously Tyrion and shay and I would definitely be hurt if Sansa was dead. And honestly, I want the Hound to live, too. Oh, Because okay. I'm actually kind of worried for him. I know that he's kind of terrible, but at the same time, he's all right for the monster that he's been made to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he saved Sansa. He can't be too bad, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Joffrey's whole thing about it is like, I'm going to paint him stand as a red smile because he didn't smile. And I'm, I just love how they're like, oh, like Lol. oh wow. Lol. Everyone's so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of moments I didn't get to cover in this that were just real good. But yeah. oh my gosh, um, what a nerd! <laughs> well, if you've been following along with us, you'll have to check that out next week uh, when we recap that. Uh, you can connect with us in a couple of ways. You can connect mm-hmm. with us on our YouTube channel. Maybe you're watching the video version of this there, mm-hmm. uh, or um, on our Tumblr or on Twitter. We're yes. at Useful NPCs. Um, so leave a question for us there if you are following along you know what's coming you know these twists and turns and you want to ask zach a leading question we'd love to hear from you or just yeah. you know hear from or you anything. in general once again we can talk fan theories and like complete ridiculous head cannons. yes i mean come on you've you've been listening to zach go through this and well now i'm just okay now that i like for whatever reason want to call drugged out frodo baggins oprah i'm imagining Aaron's like and now everybody gets zombies and then like the ice walkers why, come why can't out it be the, why can't it be the nice things like and you get a crown and you get a crown and you get a crown no that's all the wildlings have to offer <laughs> oh man and you get snow and you get snow and you get snow it's just like a pile of snow falls into their lap <laughs> everyone's so excited <laughs> There's someone crying in the in the in the auditorium because they have a pile full of snow that they don't know what to do with. It's perfect. Yay! <laughs> I like this. Um, but anyway, yes. So you can follow along even more with us if you connect with us. So make sure to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zach, we're wrapping up here. So in general, oh no. Let's 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 take a shot in the dark at who oh, you think's no. gonna live through the King's oh, Landing no, battle. Oh no. Oh, don't. Oh, or rather, maybe who will die. Ready? Uh, Ready? I'm going to count down, and when you get there, just say the first one that comes to mind. Okay? Oh, no. Oh no. Three, oh, two, one. I honestly think that the hound's going to die, and that's why I said I was worried. Oh, uh, okay. Because especially with Tyrion trying to get uh, Joffrey onto the battlefield and how he doesn't seem to be ready to hide under his mother's hoop skirts. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, you know, if the hound goes out there, I'm sure he will be no, awesome. He will do well, but it's going to be Joffrey's fault. <laughs> it will be Joffrey's fault. And I don't, fault. and unfortunately, I mean, what one isn't people, Joffrey's I fault? I don't think that he's going to die, which is, it makes me sad, but I'm not like getting my hopes up that Wait, he will die. You, you don't think Joffrey will die or the hound will die? I'm confused uh, now. I don't think that Joffrey will die okay. in the battle, unfortunately. Uh, like, I had just had this sneaking suspicion that he probably won't die. Well, we'll have to see what happens because it's going to be good. Okay. Maybe I'll be surprised. <laughs> Maybe you will be. All right. We'll catch you next time. Okay. I'm not holding my breath. Yep. You, probably a good idea. I don't know. Maybe they'll even be dragons. You'll be holding your breath for a week if you hold your breath. Oh. At All least. Right. Ready, go. <laughs>